Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The episode you're about to hear is from the Dream Buy-In podcast brought to you by BPI in partnership with Puma Podcast. If you want to learn more about ways to create a better Philippines, follow Dream Buy-In on your podcast app. When you land this trap, we were deployed as staff of UH. You just look at the entire scene, you look at the people and you can actually like touch the despair in the air. But we knew it was going to end. There was a definite period to it. We knew that we were going to be set there for 21 days. This is more than 100 days. It is one, even if this dies down, we have to accept a new normal. Today, the DOH is confirming that a 38-year-old female Chinese patient is positive. The Philippines has become the first country to close its financial markets. In the only option available to us is to reduce the spread and reduce the rate of the spread. My name is Jorge Edward Massa. I am a cardiovascular anesthesia specialist in Bacolod City. And I work in the government for 40 hours per week and I also have private practice in some of the other private hospitals here in the city. I also teach in the College of Medicine of the University of St. Lazar. Because Dr. Massa is an anesthesiologist, he is, as you will hear later, practically the closest and most intimate anybody can get to being at the front lines of the COVID pandemic. When you think, or try to think, of being face-to-face with a virus that's got us hiding in our homes, you can't get any closer than anesthesiologists. Warning lang, when Dr. Massa describes what they do, it's not only hard to do. It's not even easy to listen to. Mamayayan. Isa lang si Dr. Massa sa libo-libong frontliners na sumabak sa peligro ngayong pandemic. They all had different paths to the risk and sacrifice. Shakespeare said, Some are born great, some achieve greatness, and others have greatness thrust upon them. It's the same with being frontliners in the biggest public health challenge of the century. Some, like Dr. Jorge, trained for this. But then some, suddenly, at the same time, slowly, just find themselves in the middle of something they didn't necessarily ask or train for. Ito po ang Dream Bayan, a podcast that reimagines the Philippines. We imagine a better Philippines. Ako po si Nico Bolante. This podcast is brought to you by BPI in partnership with Puma Podcast. In this first episode, we speak with frontliners. We talk about volunteers and how, whether called, trained, 
are thrust to the front, people just end up with responsibilities and how people come to embrace the things they weren't necessarily prepared for. Si Dr. Masa and our doctors and nurses, frontliners. We know that. They knew that. Tapos meron namang iba, naging frontliner kasi di naman nila binalak. Pero ano magagawa mo? Andiyan ka na. May mission kayo. May nangangailangan ng tulong mo. May pagtawag ng bayan. Our battle cry when we responded to this as a regional hospital is target zero. Which means that we will have no casualties among healthcare workers. We will do everything that we can to protect our healthcare workers because we know how precious they are. Because we know that if one of them becomes incapacitated, that becomes a lot of people who could have benefited from their service. Marami nang nasalihang emergency missions si Dr. Masa. When we were deployed during the papal visit, when we were deployed to Yolanda, that was 21 days. This is more than 100 days. And it's very, very different from the life that we have in the first month of responding to this epidemic. Every night, I think na, what if the patient intubated today turns out to be positive? What if one of the residents under my team become positive? What if something bad happens to them? How do I handle that stress that these people are my responsibility to protect? That level of responsibility for fellow medical frontliners, hindi lang nakakabilib. Mahirap isipin for most of us. But what they actually do in the emergency rooms, warning, this is not easy to listen to. When our hospital responded and activated the Hospital Emergency Incident Command System, I was deployed as the COVID airway team leader. So that was already during the time that the ECQ started and my daily routines changed dramatically. You see, when we were called to respond to this as part of the airway management team, we took it because we realized it was going to be different. When a non-anesthesiologist secures the airway, they just have to put in the tube. Sometimes the patient will cough, gag, sneeze, or buck. Intubation literally means inserting a tube down a patient's throat to help them breathe. Patients with COVID are usually awake. When they are awake, the reason why we have to put in the tube is because they can't breathe. Can you imagine doing this in an awake patient? The patient definitely will cough. The patient will struggle. The patient will buck. When the patient coughs or bucks, the virus can aerosolize, which means it can behave like it's airborne. It can go into the air as very small droplets and stay there. And when the person inhales, that aerosol will go into the person and infect that person. So that's why intubation is very high risk. You don't Give it to a non-anesthesiologist. You have to give it to someone who can intubate the patient the fastest with a very high first-pass success rate. That's something that anesthesiologists are expected because we do it all the time. Inside the operating room, we put the patient to sleep. It's not just enough to have masks. We have to put on this entire suit. And that's something that will have to be carried over even to the new normal. It's hard to imagine being in that ER. It's hard to imagine being in Dr. Massa's shoes. 
Even as a medical professional equipped with the knowledge and training to treat patients, treating patients, especially those in the COVID ward during this time, is not something anyone could have ever prepared for, let alone get used to. But that is not to say that training and preparedness is what, if not, all it takes to be a frontliner in this pandemic. Yung basic na gustong tumulong, that basic sense of being there for others, it's also innate and quite natural. If anything, this pandemic has made frontliners of many people in various sectors. And even they didn't realize it until many people were already dependent on their time. Halimbawa, customer service representatives. Isipin mo that like most of us, work from home lang lahat. We met a customer service representative whose role went beyond what he could attend to in front of a computer screen. I am uh, Emmanuel Harty Alpon. You can call me Harty. So I'm employed here in BPI Contact Center in Alabang. Sila Harty yung sumasagot when you have concerns about your bank account. Kami yung nag assist sa mga clients na hindi kayang i-assist sa branch or hindi kayang i-resolve sa branch. You can see how that work is important, especially now that you'd rather not go out even for your most important transactions. But that's not even the reason why you'd think of Harty as a frontliner. Actually, hindi ko siya plinano na magatid sundo ako ng mga kawart ko or yung mga on the way. Nag-start siya dun sa group chat ng team namin. Actually, at trust tayo konti. Nagsimula yung story ni Harty plainly and naturally, with himself. Just himself. Yung unang hulog ng langit. Simple lang. Para talaga sa kanya. Actually, ano ko siya. First investment ko kay BPI while I'm on training. So, unexpected naman lang din kasi na makapag-autoloan uh, ako. Promo lang yung nakuha ko na sasakyan. Medyo big blessing siya sa akin nung ECQ kasi hindi ako ganun nahirapan pumasok. Pero very naturally, very quickly, it was no longer just about his own convenience. So, nag-uusap-usap kami and then one of my teammates is living in Santo Tomas, Patangas. Kaka-transfer in niya lang po doon a week prior the declaration of ECQ. So, na-stranded siya doon. Gustong-gusto niyang pumasok. So, sabi ko, gusto mo ba sunduin kita? And then, doon po nag-start na nagtanong sila sa akin kung okay lang ba na madaanan mo si ganito, si ganito, okay lang ba? Then I said, oh, wala namang problema sa akin. May mga pick-up points naman talaga na on the way lang talaga na papasok and pauwi. But beyond so, his co-workers, po, outside his car window, uh, may nakita pa siyang pwedeng tulungan. Nag-organize uh, po ako ng isang outreach dun sa ating mga frontliners, especially dun sa mga checkpoints. Makikita mo nakatent lang sila, yung init na nagbibilad sila na tapos nakamask pa, tapos yung uniform nila. Kasakasama ko po yung special friend dito sa office dun sa mga checkpoints na nadadaan namin from Santa Rosa to Muntinlupa. Bigay kami ng konting merienda and drinks. And then yung meal and transportation allowance na binigay ni EBPI, yun yung ginamit ko para maging fan sa ginawa kong outreach. Small movements like this sprouted all over the country and all over the world. Many stories we don't hear about or we probably say to ourselves aren't worth a story. And yet, the people behind these stories, they have been among the countless who have enabled us to keep moving forward in these uncertain times. Stories like Dr. Jorge's and Hartis remind us that it takes not only frontliners, but also millions of invisible lives to build a nation. Have you considered, halimbawa, all the little things we take for granted to keep our economy, our lives going as normally as possible, 
even in the most abnormal of times? During the ECQ, um, since there are no banks and people just stayed in their houses, their financial transactions are now done digitally. That was Cecil, a relationship manager at PPI. She has been helping BPI customers navigate digital banking since the ECQ started, especially those who are learning how to use it for the first time. There was an initiative of the Kamustahan where we call up clients in a day just to see how they're doing and should they be needing any assistance from us. That was really something that helped me out in being of service to my clients during that time. Because I had seniors, senior clients who are not even doing anything digital at all except for social media. But when ECQ broke out, they just really need to learn how to do it. And I mean, the relationship manager must be patient enough to guide them through on how they will be able to enroll in the Express Online and how they may be able to add their bills so that they don't need to go out of their houses to do their transactions. Everybody wants to minimize contact and exposure. And so going online, transacting online, has not just been about convenience. It has been about staying alive. So we do grocery online. We do deliveries of essentials. And sometimes these are other banks. Now we can do transfers to BPI to other banks. And that's very important during the time because not all suppliers have BPI accounts. So it was just so easy and not fearing about uh, handing out cash or really having the actual cash at hand in the house. So those are the things that made me be relevant to my clients at that time. Especially the concern was how to do things as normal, quote-unquote, as can be during that time. We are all learning to adapt to the new normal. But we are all also learning how every one of us can make things just a little bit better or easier for others. To learn more about BPI's online banking service, go to www.bpi.com.ph. Certainly, these stories seem a world apart from the emergency rooms and ICUs that can overwhelm us. When you listen to Dr. Massa, that much is true. Ang hirap naman talaga intindihin ng mga eksenang ganito. So, things got worse. Some people in heart center, my friends, they were placed in the ICU. They got a tube in. And at the time, we weren't in ECQ yet. So, it was very frustrating on my part to know that this is serious and then be in a community that doesn't take this seriously. Our medical frontliners, especially, have taken the brunt of this health crisis. Despite that, Dr. Massa hopes it's not too late to look at the situation and fix it using a more systemic framework. One of the most important building blocks of this framework is governance and leadership. Governance and leadership in a public health scenario requires the government to respond in a way that there's financing, there's supply of the drugs and the equipment, that there is community controls, mitigation, and that there are enough workforce to respond to the global health event. So we have to use systems thinking in order to protect the people that we work with. And if we look at the Italy experience, the 
people who will suffer from this are the patients. You see, they reached a point where they had to decide who lives and who dies. We don't want to be in that situation. As doctors, we were trained to save as much as we can, as many as we can. We don't want to reach a point. Saving lives can be done, not just by doctors, but by every one of us. Sa simpleng pagtulong sa kapwa, nababago natin ang buhay nila. It's an instinct that's in all of us. For Hearty, it wasn't so much a challenge as a natural response given how he was raised. Both parents, because they are very helpful then. Nung nasa Saudi pa kami, sinasama nila kami dun sa isang bahay kalinga, which is nandun yung mga distressed Filipino workers na, na maltrato. So sila yung naging example para tumulong in a simple way. Kumbaga, kung ano yung konting blessing na meron kami in our family, nagagawa pa nilang i-share sa iba na talagang walang-wala na. Siguro yun yung ugali or yung motivation na everyday na lagi ko nagdala. So every time na may lumalapit, as long as alam kong kaya ko, tumutulong ako. And that was the first episode of Dream Bayan. This podcast was brought to you by BPI, powered by Puma Podcast. Thank you for listening. To listen to more stories like this, subscribe to Dream Bayan on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also follow Dream Bayan on Facebook and Twitter.